faithful to you, you ought to give him praise. Come on, if you love the Lord, give him praise. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. Why don't you stand and grab hands with someone next to you? Thank you, Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. Weren't you blessed by that? Sometimes when you take time to think about just how faithful God has been to you, sometimes it's overwhelming because we realize that he's been faithful to us even when we have not been faithful to him. He's blessed us even when we don't deserve it. So you're holding hands with someone who needs something from God need God's strength, they need God's help. While you're holding hands with them, it's prayer time. Father, we thank you because you've been good to us. You have done for us what no one else could do. You love us with an everlasting love. You have saved us. You have healed us. You have delivered us. You've changed our hearts and You've changed our minds. Hallelujah. So we thank you because we never would have made it without you. And so we ask in these moments that you would bless us and give us all that we need. Look on our brothers and our sisters today who are in need. And then throw out your lifeline. Someone is slipping away. Someone is sinking. I pray today that you would give them victory over the enemy over sin and shame in Jesus name amen and amen God bless you may be seated for about 15 minutes Um, I want you to know that tickets are available uh, for the concert and that is uh, some people it's ten dollars and the date is May 25th and you can purchase your ticket today Is that right? You can purchase your ticket today. And so I know uh, that today uh, we're going to at least uh, get a handful of tickets. Amen. And then we're going to, some of you already said you're going to get your ticket. Amen for that. Amen. And so uh, don't leave here without your ticket today. Give me uh, 15 good minutes and uh, I will be out of your way. Amen. I tell you, um, I have uh, been traveling all morning. Amen. I told my wife uh, earlier today is like I think I walked three country miles uh, through the airport. I'm I'm tired of this. I'm I'm getting I'm ready to buy my own jet.
Amen. I, I am tired of this. And two and three planes. And the other day I was on a plane and, and the plane was already small as it is. And, and it was really only a half a seat. And then the person next to me needed his half and my half. Amen. And so it was a very uncomfortable situation. But I'm, I'm going to get my own jet. Amen. But until then, I guess I'll just keep on doing what I'm doing. But um, I want to talk to you um, uh, very briefly from the word of the Lord. I want to start in Galatians, the fifth uh, chapter, fifth chapter of Galatians. We have uh, really been on to something lately. I don't know have, how many of you have been receiving something from the word lately. Word's been, amen, the word has uh, really been good to you, amen. Uh, how many of you uh, have been getting more saved and closer to the Lord? Praise God, amen. See, I can't, I don't have too many witnesses. That, that means, see, y'all gonna turn my 15 minutes into, yeah. Now, now y'all praying. Now y'all getting saved. Amen. Um, my, my, my purpose, my intention is really to help us, uh, to really maximize our potential and to really become who it is that God, uh, said that, that we are and that we should be as people of God in this, uh, final hour, in this dispensation, in this, uh, uh, state, uh, in the body of Christ. Uh, we want to become, uh, strong believers. And uh, we've been talking about deliverance. How many of you feel like you have gotten delivered from something? Amen. How many of y'all been saved at least a good 24 hours? At least a good 24 hours you've been saved. Praise God. Oh, wait a minute. Some of y'all been saved 48 hours. Wait a minute. Ooh, you ought to, you ought to praise God up in here. Now, now how many of y'all been saved good since Thursday? All right. Well, we lose, we dropping off. I'm going, we're dropping off. I'm going, I'm going to stop. But, but, but when, when, when you have received, uh, a deliverance from the Lord, understand that your deliverance, it is a process. Somebody say it is a process. Amen. Look at somebody and say, please be patient with me. Amen. I am in process. Amen. Do not judge me by what you see. I am in process. Some of you might have to repent to somebody around. Please forgive me. I might have not spoke to you. May not have been friendly to you today, but I'm trying. I am in process. Amen. By the end of the service, I'm going to speak. Amen. I'm still in process. But when God has uh, delivered you, it is um, your job to maintain your deliverance. It's your job. And I'm glad to see that some of you are back in church today. Because that is a part of your job, being consistent. Being consistent because if you're going to get it, you got to be faithful. Galatians, the fifth chapter, um, it says, in the first verse, it says, Stand fast 
Therefore, in the liberty wherewith, wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Now, um, I talked the other day, and I want to say this again uh, to you, um, that uh, one of the spirits that we need to be delivered from is a spirit of insanity. Um, uh, we, um, for some reason, we psych ourselves out. Um, and I just want to talk today about maintaining uh, your deliverance. But we psych ourselves out because we think, I didn't bring my bat uh to church today. Um, <laughs> but we think that because we have had an experience um, on the altar or an experience in the worship atmosphere um, that we are free and clear to resume life and the practices that we have had as we have normally or as we have usually done them. We think that as long as we came to the altar and we cried and somebody wiped your nose and you had a good time and you told God that you were sorry, that it's okay for you to walk out of the doors and not change. We psych ourselves out like that. When we continue to do the same thing over and over again, and then you're looking for something different to happen, that is insanity. So what we need God to do for us is deliver us in our mind. See, your biggest struggle is going to be in your mind. I can't get no help here. and My time is running out. Your biggest struggle is going to be in your mind. That's where Satan fights you the most. He fights you in your mind. Before he even gets to your heart, he gets in your mind. Come on. Before anybody can get in your heart, they got to get in your mind first. Can I get a witness in here today? Before... Before you let them in your heart, they've got to say something to your intellect, something to your mind. It was something that that person said to you to make you feel like it was safe for you to let them into your heart. Amen. They told you that they would be a good friend to you. They told you maybe that you were pretty or that your hair was nice. They told you something that piqued your interest and they got into your mind and they kept on talking to your mind and kept on saying things to your mind. And after a while, there was a connection between your mind and your heart. And then your heart began to lead you into uh, behavior and into activity and into connectivity with things and situations that you could not find yourself being so easily disconnected from because your mind had convinced your heart to go somewhere that once your heart got there, it didn't know how to detangle. And so perhaps you were in a situation that maybe was a good situation or something that wasn't so good. And now you are confused because the Bible says that the 
heart is deceitful. And so your heart will lead you into places. It will play tricks on you and you will begin to have feelings and emotions that you really wish that you did not have. But your heart will begin to tell you that truth is what is false and that what is false is that which is true. That's why Jesus said that I am the way, the truth and the life. Come on, somebody. And so if you are going to know the truth, you must be connected to God in order to receive the truth. And that's why when we come into this atmosphere, it is our objective to really be open and honest with God so that he can be honest with us because you want the truth to be told in your life. And when you are in the presence of God, God will reveal truth to you. He will not only reveal himself to you, but he will also reveal the truth about you to yourself. Is there anybody in here that says, God, I want to know the truth about myself. I am open and I am ready for you to reveal to me the truth about myself. But before I can even get to that place, I've got to get a healing in my mind. I've got to get a healing in my mentality. I've got to get a healing in the way that I think. I've got to get a healing in my emotions so that I can be open enough to the degree that God is able to get on the inside of me and get me delivered real good. Is there anybody in here that said, God, I just need a deliverance in my mind? need a deliverance in my mind is there anybody here that God has done something for you God has opened up the gate you were in bondage and God opened up the gate he brought about a way of escape for you and the Bible gives us to know that there is no temptation that has come upon you except for that which is common to man first of all understand that you are not the only one that is going through the thing that you are going through you're not the only one that has ever been tempted before you're not the only one that has ever gone through pain before you're not the only one that has ever suffered before but the bible said that god is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which he are able if you are going through it then god knows that you're able to handle it stop saying that i could not help myself i did it because i couldn't help myself i went there because i could not help myself stop convincing yourself that you're weaker than you really are come on and now let the weak say that i am strong come on it's time to put on some strength and start taking responsibility for your own actions and make up in your mind that i'm not going to keep on going in places that i have no business going i'm not going to keep on doing things that i have no business doing i'm getting ready to take authority over my future i'm getting ready to take authority over my actions I'm getting ready to take authority. As a matter of fact, I'm getting ready to properly align things in the place that they ought to be aligned in. I'm getting ready to submit my will to the will of the Father. As a matter of fact, I've been through some things that caused me to lose my mind. But I'm getting ready to get my mind back. Is there any, 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 any body in here that said, I'm getting ready to get my mind back? Oh uh, yes, oh uh, yeah, there uh, have been some instances in the legal system where individuals have done some very bad things. They have done some very criminalistic things, some, some very heinous crimes, and, 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 and they were up, uh, for a 
very terrible sentence. Some of them even were up against a death sentence and some of them up against life in jail because of what they did. But when they got a good lawyer on their side, they would begin to evaluate their mindset and they would take them through all type of psychological and emotional evaluation and they would tell them, no, don't plead guilty, huh? but just plead temporary insanity. Huh? You really didn't mean to do it. You did it because you did not have the right mindset. Huh? And so they begin to argue on their behalf that they were temporarily insane huh? and some of them are good enough to get them off the hook. Huh? Well, is there anybody in here today huh? that said I did some things that I had no business doing. Huh? I went some places that I had no business going, huh? but really I'm ready huh, to get off of the hook now huh? I thank God for Jesus huh? because when I did it I wasn't in my right mind huh? sin had control over my mind huh? I kept doing the same thing over and over again huh? looking for something different to happen in my life huh? but I'm in church today huh? and I'm getting ready to plead temporary huh? insanity huh? but once I get off I'm saying Lord huh? give me my mind I need my mind back. And so the Bible says, and here is where I prepare to close. He says, uh, the apostle is talking uh, to the believers and he is saying to them that, that God has made a way of escape for you. He has opened up uh, the passageway for you and there's no temptation that has come upon you except for that which is common to man but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able but will with the temptation make a way of escape so if it gets too difficult for you then there will be a way out for you but here the apostle is saying that once God has delivered you once God has brought you out once God has set you free it is your job to maintain your deliverance it is your job to make up in your mind that you're not going back it is your job to take care of business that is important in order for you to do what is necessary in order to keep the peace of God in your heart and in your mind and so the Bible said he said stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free and then be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage don't get back involved in the yoke of bondage don't get back entangled in sin don't get back involved in the stuff that you came out of what is wrong with you how many times are you going to have to get burnt how many times are you going to have to get messed up and messed over before you make up in your mind that I'm not going back there how many times does God have to rescue you for you to make up in your mind that I've had enough is there anybody here that said I made up in my mind that enough is enough and I'm tired of being whooped around by the devil I'm tired of being tossed and fooled by the vicissitudes of life I'm tired of sin having control and dominion over me. I'm tired of crying over and over again about the same thing. But I made up in my mind that when God has delivered me, I cannot go back in bondage because I am enjoying this feeling of deliverance. Deliverance feels too good. Freedom feels too good for me to go back to where I came from. Is there anybody here that said that your past keeps on calling you? Your past is trying to convince you to come back. Your past.
past is calling you on the telephone. Huh? Your past is calling you on the TV. Huh? Your past is calling you in your dreams. Huh? Your past is calling you in your mind. Huh? But there is something ahead of you huh? that is more magnetic huh? and more powerful huh? and greater than the call of your past. Huh? Something is calling you to come up a little bit higher. Huh? And so you made up in your mind huh? that although my past is calling me, huh? I'm getting ready huh? to forget about the things uh, which are behind me huh? and I'm getting ready to reach uh, for the things which are ahead huh? I'm not going to be entangled again huh? in the yoke of bondage huh? ah what does it mean huh? to be entangled in a yoke huh? a yoke is something that is put around your neck huh? to connect you to something else huh? that has the ability to control you huh? is there anybody here huh, that said that once was a time in your life huh, that you had a yoke of bondage around your neck huh? and that yoke was controlling you huh? it was controlling what you did huh? it was controlling where you went huh? it was controlling what you said huh? it was controlling how you acted huh? people couldn't even recognize you from day to day huh? because your attitude was up and down huh? you were acting schizophrenic and crazy huh? because you were bound huh, by the yoke of bondage huh? but you've been set free now huh? that thing was around your neck huh? and it was destroying and trying to kill you huh? you got to remember in your mind huh? stop remembering the pleasure huh? that was associated with bondage huh? but begin to remember the pain huh? that was associated with it huh? begin to remember the agony and the anguish huh? that was associated with it huh? and make up in your mind that after all I've been through huh? to get to where I am right now huh? I cannot go back huh? I will not go back because I've come too far from where I started I've come too far from where I started. Uh, and so finally, let me look over here now uh, in the uh, 16th verse. Uh, the 16th verse of the same fifth chapter. Uh, the apostle now is talking uh, and he said, listen, uh, he said there is a war that goes on uh, between the flesh and the spirit. Uh, in the 16th verse, he said this, I say then uh, walk in the spirit uh, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Uh, you're here and you're saying, pastor, I want to maintain my deliverance. Uh, but how am I going to maintain my deliverance? Uh, how am I going to maintain my freedom. Huh? You're only going to maintain it if you change the way you walk. Huh? I, I, I dare you to look at somebody huh? and tell them you got to change. Huh? Uh, why don't you be bold enough to look at somebody huh? and say you got to change. Huh? Come on, you scared of your neighbor. Look across the church huh? and say, hey neighbor, huh? I'm talking to you over there. Huh? You got to change. So he said that if you're going to be a delivered, if you're going to walk in freedom, you got to change the way that you walk. You got to change the way that you live. You got to change your behavior. You got to change your set of friends. You got to change your set of activities. He said if you walk 
after the spirit ye will not fulfill the lust of your flesh let me tell you something your flesh is always lusting after something your flesh is always desiring something that it's not supposed to have your flesh is ain't nobody in here gonna tell the truth your flesh is always looking for something that it doesn't have no business having your flesh is never lusting after being in church your flesh is never lusting after fasting and praying your flesh is never lusting after the word of God that's your spirit but the Bible said if you go further it said that the flesh lusteth against the spirit and so while your spirit has an appetite for the things of God your flesh has an appetite for the things of the world and your flesh will try to fight against the spirit of God on the inside of you and so there is an internal war there is a conflict there is a battle that's going on on the inside but I want you to know in here today my brother and my sister that you can have the victory I want you to know that you can be delivered and the Bible said that who the sun set free is free indeed you can have the victory you can have liberty in Christ Jesus you can walk out of sin and walk out of bondage but you got to learn that you, whatever you build up the strongest is the thing that's going to be the strongest inside of you if you keep on catering to your flesh if you keep on catering to bad things, uh, bad behavior, uh, bad people, bad mentality, uh, bad thoughts, uh, then that's what's going to be strong in you. Uh, stop complaining about how you don't have the victory uh, when you're not doing anything to build yourself up in the spirit. Uh, but I dare you to walk in the spirit. Uh, I dare you to get up in the morning and pray. Uh, I dare you to turn your plate down and fast. Uh, I dare you to be faithful to the house of the Lord uh, and watch how your spirit uh, will be stronger than your flesh uh, you got to buffet your flesh uh, you got to kill your flesh uh, and the only way to kill your flesh uh, is through suffocation uh, your flesh is not going to die an easy death uh, but you got to smuggle uh, the life out of your flesh uh, you got to suffocate your flesh uh, and the only way to do that uh, is to increase in the wisdom of God uh, increase in the knowledge of God's word uh, increase in the spirit uh, walk after the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of your flesh your flesh is telling you yeah 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 but the spirit is saying no your flesh is telling you to go but your spirit is telling you to stay and it's a war it's hard for you to be obedient to the spirit but when you strengthen the spirit of God in you the bible said that greater is he that is in you uh, than he that is in the world uh, if God gets down on the inside of you uh, you will have the victory uh, you will be able uh, to overcome the enemy uh, Bible says that the flesh lust against the spirit uh, and the spirit against the flesh uh, and these are contrary one to the other uh, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would uh, but if ye be led of the spirit uh, ye are not under the law uh, in other words uh, the reason why you don't have the victory uh, is because there's a war going on uh, in the inside of you uh, 
against the spirit between the spirit and the flesh and you keep getting messed up and you keep getting in negative situations because you keep surrendering and submitting your will to the flesh but when you get ready in your mind to walk in liberty and freedom you'll do what the scripture said you'll come out from amongst them and you'll be separate saith the Lord we sang the song earlier I gotta make it to the city if it costs my life is there anybody here today that said if it costs my life I've got to make it I feel that God has called me I feel that God has equipped me I feel that God's got better for me and the devil's trying to stop me the devil's trying to block me the devil's trying to kill me but I got a mind to live holy I've got a mind to live right I've got a mind to turn away from the world I've got a mind to turn away from my sin I've got a mind to turn away from the things that are trying to hold me bound I've got a mind to turn away from the things that the devil tried to put on me is there anybody that said I used to be in a miserable world of sin I used to be in a place in my life where I didn't know whether I was going or coming but one day I heard Jesus saying come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest is there anybody that said I used to be tore up from the floor up is there anybody that said you don't know how I used to be I was a mess but I thank God that he gave me another chance is there anybody in here that said I've come from a long way I've come through sin through shame through degradation I've come through the storm and I've come through the rain and I didn't come this far to go back to what I came from I'm gonna be steadfast and unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord whatever it takes I'm willing to do it I'm tired of struggling I'm tired of suffering I'm tired of crying about the same stuff but the worst is over and the best is yet to come for yesterday I cried my last year yesterday I had my last whooping but today I'm getting ready to get back up and tell the devil who's the boss he's not my boss I'm in control of the devil I'm getting ready to tell the devil get back get back get back Everybody standing, my 15 minutes are up. And I came to give the devil a black eye. I came to tell the devil that you've been whooping me around long enough. You've been controlling me long enough, but I, I, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to get my mind back. 
And the Bible said, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Is there anybody in here that said, I'm ready to get a new mind? I'm ready to change the way that I've been living. I'm ready to change the way I've been thinking. I want a new mind. I want to walk in freedom. I want to walk in liberty. I don't want to keep going back and forth into the same situations. I don't want to keep wrestling in my mind. But I want to walk in freedom. I want God's will and his way to be done in my life. I'm going to pray this prayer. And once I say man, if you're here and you say I'm ready to walk in freedom and never be in bondage again. When I say man, the altar is available to you to come and bring your burdens to the Lord and leave them. Father, we thank you today for freedom, liberty in Jesus' name. God, your people have come here and thank you for releasing them enough to get to the house of the Lord, but yet they need deliverance. So I pray, God, that you would change their hearts and their minds. Bring them to the altar tonight saying, what must this morning, what must I do to walk in deliverance? In Jesus' name, amen. The altar is open to anyone.